Welcome to the New Forest Business Podcast with me, John Carpenter, a podcast where I get to talk to local businesses within the New Forest and surrounding areas. Now, there's one thing in business when you run your own and therefore responsible for running and promoting your own business to champion your company and bring customers to you. However, today we're going to be talking about Hampshire Fair, which was set up over 30 years ago to champion businesses throughout Hampshire and the Isle of Wight. So I'm delighted to welcome today's guest, Natasha Dopniak, who is the commercial manager of Hampshire Fair, who championed multiple companies throughout Hampshire and the Isle of Wight. Natasha, welcome to the New Forest Business Podcast. Hello, John. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much for having me on. Very welcome. So, Natasha, for anyone who's not aware of Hampshire Fair and what it does, could you explain what Hampshire Fair does and how it helps local businesses throughout the area? And then could you just also explain your role within the business too? Yes, of course. Um, so Hampshire Fair, as you quite rightly alluded, was actually set up 30 years ago by a group of farmers who were all about wanting to promote local and finding new routes to market. Fast forward 30 years and Hampshire Fair is a community interest company and we have 360 members. So essentially a membership organisation and we're there and our whole mission and purpose is really to champion all things local. And we do that by obviously supporting our members through things like networking, marketing and promotional opportunities, as well as really promoting and educating consumers about the importance of supporting local. Fab, real, yeah. So um, I think marketing is is huge within running a business. Um, you know, talking to previous business owners, um, it's something that often gets mentioned it's an area that you don't want to cut back from but it's sometimes hard to know actually sometimes where to spend your money who to maybe use or where to market so I think you know offering that kind of service or that some guidance for business owners is, is really valuable absolutely and I think you know often when we look at our members and our members primarily work in the food drinks and craft industry here in yeah. Hampshire and the Isle of Wight and they can be anyone from a sort of one man woman producer through to retail hospitality and then you've got trade services providing services to that industry so we've got a real wide ranging and breadth of different members and so it's about how can we best help and support them and of course as we all know with marketing it's not one size fits all no. and i think you know, having studied marketing many years ago um, and worked my sort of whole career in marketing, advertising, things like that, you know, the whole thing of marketing is usually you're either too busy to focus on your marketing or you don't put mechanisms in to measure it. So when the budget gets tighter, it's probably one of the first things you sort of don't focus on. Then if you're not measuring it, how do you know if it's working? Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah I was actually going to ask that because you do have very you know varied different types of businesses within the Hampshire Fair and I was going to ask whether you have a set list of processes to follow or it's very personalized depending on maybe what they do or what they're happy to do able to do do you really do you talk to each individual individual business and owner and, and get to know what they're comfortable with and then help them that way or do you do you have a general over overarching 
marketing strategy and then just adapt it? Well, I guess it's opportune that we're sort of talking, John, because I'm actually only three months in the role. Mm. And my role at Hampshire Fair is the commercial manager. And I think Hampshire Fair as an organisation, and we are actually a community interest company, um, you know, we have big outputs for a small team. Yeah. Um, but equally, we have to sort of prioritise. And I think that um, certainly when you're managing 360 members and obviously you always want to be growing membership, it's really hard for us. But I think it's really important to listen to our members because at the end of the day, having worked for membership organisations as large as the National Trust, and um, the Financial Services Institute, um, you know, members are at the heart of what we do. And so I think it's really important to listen to them. So actually, yeah. in my first month of being at Hampshire Fair, I actually went out to our members with a membership survey and actually listened to them and asked, you know, what, what did they want? What was working? And so, you know, our strategy, and I'm sort of just finalizing the year ahead and obviously working on a sort of one three five year plan for Hampshire Fair um, you know I think that actually it is about understanding from the member what they want and I think at the end of the day when you have a conversation one-on-one -on -one, some so much more of that so sorry so much more comes out of that yeah. than if you're just sort of blanket um, you know communicating so I've been really you know conscious and I've been a very busy lady <laughs> getting out and about across the county uh, meeting as many of our members and of course I've got a lot more to meet <laughs> I think though that definitely that's the, the the way to the way to do it I mean it means you're very busy as you say and you know the the staff at Hampshire Fair are working very hard but you know marketing and growing a business and, and showing it showing it off is very very individual, very personalised. And I think that's that's a much better approach and hopefully will lead to more successes for the businesses you actually, you know, you actually work with and, and champion really. Absolutely. Perhaps so the next question, Natasha, is about obstacles you've overcome and what you've learned from it. And I know you've as you mentioned, you've only been with Hampshire Fair for a short, a short while. Um, however, I'm really fascinated because given that Hampshire Fair, what, what you do and the role you play within the local business community whether there's actually an overall general obstacle businesses face currently, or indeed if you have personally had to overcome an obstacle in your time with Hampshire Fair and, you know, what you've learned from it. Um, very good, John. Um, I guess sometimes it's hard for a business to see the value that they're getting from something like a membership. And I always argue, again, back to my days of working in membership organisations, I think it's you know, like me and my gym, gym membership, you know, you get out what you put in. Yeah. And so I think it's really important about having that sort of open communication channel and just, you know, being able to have those conversations and unearthing opportunities. So I think, you know, an obstacle is probably that, you know, our members are extremely busy, obviously working on and in their business. Yeah. So it's just making sure that they're aware of all the opportunities that we are there offering and helping to support them, really. Um, so I would say that's maybe a challenge and that comes down to communication and obviously right message, right time, etc. But I think, you know, if we start to look at businesses more generally, unfortunately, you know, the cost of living, 
businesses are incurring increased costs and under more and more financial pressure. Yeah. So it is about, you know, as a business owner, my advice and something that I'm very sort of focused on, I guess, this year moving forward is obviously always being across your numbers and your bottom line. And, you know, at the end of the day, I feel that your budget and your financials are actually the pulse of your business. So I think, um, you know, that's something that you do need to be very across. Um, in terms of any obstacles, probably half of it is almost getting out to meet as many yeah. of those members as I can. You know, I'm obviously out and about a, an awful lot, um, which I think is important. Um, but yes, it's almost, I think my obstacle is having, you know, enough hours in the day um but you know needless to say in my three months at Hampshire Fair no two days have been the yeah. same which is something that I absolutely love and thrive on um and I think you know if we're talking more generally you know Hampshire Fair our whole purpose is about championing and supporting local and I think that goes on then to the consumer yeah. and so for us you know, as an organisation, we need to educate consumers about the importance of, you know, shopping more consciously, supporting local, which ultimately helps the local economy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think the, the first thing you said about um, when you're working with someone, you know, they have to see the value in, in what you do in, in a membership, but that goes to if you work with someone, whether it's for marketing or whatever it may be, and you think they're the right person, sometimes it it takes time, and it it takes it takes work from you as a business owner to actually make it work, because they can give you tools to help you, but actually if you don't use them in the right way or you don't give it the time, you know you're just gonna you're gonna end up going around in, in circles and and thinking there was a waste of money, a waste of time, and particularly when we live in a you know as you mentioned a cost of living crisis, money can be tight or you know, there's not as much money to to spend here and there and, and everywhere like you may have been able to in the past, possibly. So I think that's definitely something for any business owner listening. If you do work with someone or a company or whatever it is, whether it's a membership or one-to-one, -one, whatever it may be, sometimes it takes time as well as money. And if you think it's the right person or the right company to work with, let them help, you know, actually let them help you. Let them do the job. And, you know, because it, it could take six months, it may even take a year, but actually in six months time or in a year's time, you're going to be in a much different space, a much better position. But it's because you gave it that time. If you don't, you're going to put yourself backwards. Yes. And I think, you know, um, in terms of, you know, my ethos, I'm very much one for building long term relationships. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of my sort of success over the, my years in terms of my career and being in business um, comes down to relationships. And I'm sort of a firm believer in people by people. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, as the old adage goes, Rome wasn't built in a day. And like you said, John, it does take time to build relationships and build trust. Yeah. And I think, you know, that, that does come with time. And yeah. I think it's also about being authentic. And, you know, that's something that's really important to me as well as being a leader. Yeah, I think trust is a, is a great word, actually, Natasha, because you have to trust that this person is going to do the best thing for you and your business, because obviously, you know, you put a lot of time and money, heart 
everything get you know into creating a business and running it and sometimes you know you have to put ego to to the side sometimes and you know actually let them come in and help you so i think yeah trust is actually yeah that's a great word to to, to use actually so Natasha, for anyone who doesn't know you, you, you studied advertising, media and marketing at Bournemouth University, began your career with the National Trust before moving out to Australia on a one year working visa, which actually ended up, uh, you ended up being there for 15 years where you worked for numerous companies, including actually Sydney Opera House. So given your varied career and your position now, I think you're in a great place to give our listeners some business tips. So what would be your main tips to anyone starting out or indeed started but looking for some advice I know you've mentioned obviously some things already but if you'd like to maybe elaborate on those or or some new tips for us yes of course John um so I think when I look back over my career um I think the importance of having a really diverse network is really important yeah um, particularly when you're running your own business, that can be a very lonely place if there's only one of you. Um, so I think it's it's really important because, you know, not only by having a really, you know, diverse network, you're surrounding yourself with people who can who you can obviously learn from. But I think you can obviously then be motivated by those that you surround yourself with so I think one of my biggest things is the importance of having a network mm -hmm. and then I think linked to that is also I've always been um, someone who's had a mentor throughout my career and I think you know Hampshire Fair we're certainly very sort of focused on education and I think you know it's really important to be able to have a mentor who you who can keep you accountable because I think we all know what it's like when you're running a business often you can get so sucked into that it's hard to sometimes be more objective so I think by having a mentor or being you know being part of a peer group can sort of certainly not only help you um, you know when you've got something that you would like some help with or a problem or you some advice or you've got an issue then often you know there's I'm sure somebody in your network that can help you um once you reach out um and I think that certainly for me and maybe this is you know showing my age but the older you get I think it's really important to align your values to what you do day in day out as we all know we spend a lot of time at work and so I think it's really important to have um you know that that alignment and I think certainly when I talk about my career over the years and all of the experience that I've developed you know not only has it you know stood me in good stead hopefully to take Hampshire Fair to the next level but I think also you know it's really important for me to have variety in a job and I really do love that almost like you know no two days are the same for me so I think you know um, in terms of offering business advice yes it's importance of that network. Fab, yeah I, I think networking is 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 it can be a huge thing and having the right network having the right people you know around you um but the mental one i i like as well you know having someone there to to support you but also make to hold you accountable as well because we you know we talked about um um just now about 
you know, trusting someone and letting them come in and, and helping you. Um, but it all kind of links, um, you know, that they're, they're holding you accountable to actually work with this person or work with the company and they're coming in to help you and actually giving, you know, giving the time. So I think having a mentor is, is really valuable, you know, picking the right person, whomever that mentor may actually be, you know, maybe a work coach or maybe um, someone, an, another company or, so, you know, someone you, someone you know, but someone who's going to be firm with you though and actually say, no, John, you need to sort this out. You need to do this, you know, not someone who's going to go, oh yeah, don't worry. It's, it's, it's okay. You don't have to do that today because you don't fancy doing that today when you actually, you do need to do that work today. I think um, it, it has to be, yeah, it has to be someone who can be firm and honest with you, not someone who's just going to, you know, <laughs> let, let you get away with something when you, when you should be doing, doing the work. But I, I like the mental one a lot. If you can find the right person that can help immensely for, for business owners. Definitely. Yes. And I think, I think also, you know, as people pass through, you know, move through their career mm. as they get older, you know, I think a lot of people now, particularly if we think about COVID, you know, people have sort of realigned their values and, you know, yeah. they they are sort of doing and uh, working in jobs that they really enjoy. And I think, you know, for me, when I look at all of our sort of members, you know, they're so passionate about what they do and they've all got such interesting stories and it's just sort of getting those stories out yeah. and it's about sort of that emotional connection then that you make. Um, but I think also there's a lot more people nowadays wanting to get involved with organisations on like a non-executive director or, you know, looking to join boards so that, you know, they can actually start imparting some of their knowledge, sort of making a difference, if you like yeah and the the values one is is interesting as well it was brought up by um on a previous po uh, podcast and i think that's really key for for business owners out there have your values set so you've got them to rely on so you know if you're looking to expand to grow bring someone in whatever it may be you've got those values to you know to come back to and i think yeah natasha that, that there are some great tips there so thank yeah so thank you for that so despite as i mentioned and you know you mentioned yourself you the short time you've been with hampshire fair what's been the main standout highlight since since you started with them well i guess um quite early on john <laughs> i developed the three p's of hampshire fair <laughs> and for me those are people passion and produce and I think that, you know, it's without a doubt, we have got a really vibrant community of producers. And I think here in Hampshire and the Isle of Wight, we're yeah. really lucky, you know, how much amazing produce, how many amazing restaurants, hotels, you know, we've, we've got all of this on our doorstep. And it's all about just sort of getting out and about and, and exploring and finding those, because I sort of feel like it's, hidden gems if you like and you know having grown up in Hampshire before I moved to Australia you know I'm always somebody who likes to get out and find out what's going on in the sort of local community and I did this a lot in Sydney or Melbourne when I lived there you know my my sort of local colleagues used to say I knew more of what was going on in Sydney or Melbourne than they did but um, you know I think that that's the same here in Hampshire and the Isle of Wight 
But actually, I've only just scratched the surface in my sort of three months of being at Hampshire Fair because, yes, you just don't realise how many amazing things are out there. Yeah, I think I think we're so lucky. There, there's a lot of quality, high quality produce um, yes. being provided. In and particularly where you're located, John, in the New Forest. I mean, obviously, we've got a lot of members in the in the New Forest. So that's yeah. sort of our heartland. Very, very fortunate. So looking ahead for the rest of 2024, Natasha, what does the future hold for you and Hampshire Fair? I think we're um, an, an exciting time ahead is what I said Hampshire Fair. Um, you know, the previous leadership in terms of the board and um, the, uh, you know, they they had been there for, for some time, 10 years. And I think with any organisation in terms of moving forward, keeping relevant, um, you know, sometimes it does need somebody new coming in with a yeah. fresh pair of eyes, new ideas. And also someone who's willing to try things that might be different. And I'm a big believer in trying things. And if it works, great. But actually, if it doesn't work, that's okay too. And I suppose that links back almost. I might have and should have mentioned this when running a business. I think sometimes it is okay to take risks and make mistakes. And actually, if you make a mistake and you try something and it doesn't work, well, the learning is why didn't it work and try it again. Um, and so for me, there's no such thing as making a mistake. Um, but in terms of the future for Hampshire Fair, you know, I'm busy with the board um, writing the strategy for sort of our one, three, five year business plan. And for me personally, I think it's about a bit of a digital transformation project with Hampshire Fair. And I think, you know, making more of a connection with consumers, because ultimately we need consumers, yeah. members and producers and hotels and um, restaurants, um, because ultimately I see it almost like a circle. Yeah, no, that, that's great. And, I, and I'm glad you actually um, remember to mention risk and, and taking risk, because again, that's really valuable for business owners. Don't don't be afraid to take a risk. Absolutely. Don't, That's don't right. It can be, you know, one of the best decisions you 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 and your business have made. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad to hear that uh, Hampshire Fair has a exciting 2024 ahead. So, Natasha, before I let you go, for anyone looking to work with you, where do they need to go? Okay, then, John, it's, uh, so we've got a website address and that's www.hampshirefair.co.uk. And I should just add, fair is spelled F-A-R-E. <laughs> Brilliant. Natasha, thank you for coming on the podcast. Oh, thank you, John. It's been a real pleasure talking to you today. Thank you.